Hi, I'm Kyle. And I'm Trevor. And welcome to Catching Up on Cinema. Uh, if you're not familiar, Catching Up on Cinema is a podcast wherein Kyle and I take turns uh, introducing movies to one another. Uh, usually with one of us being very familiar with the film in question and the other person seeing it for the first time ever. Uh, we like to do something here called uh, Catching Up on Blu-ray. Uh, this is a monthly program wherein Kyle and I take a look at the calendar's physical media releases and uh, just voice our opinions on what's to come for the calendar month. Uh, so uh, this would be the month of June 2019. Uh, we're a little late getting this one out there, but uh, I saw a couple of things just browsing through the June releases that really jumped out at me. So. Uh, Right from the get-go, on June 1st, um, we have a film that you have been telling me about pretty much as long as I've known you. Correct. Uh, what would that be, Kyle? Uh, V.I.Y., Spirit of Evil, uh, 1967 Soviet Russia. It's a, a horror film about a priest who has to spend three nights with a witch. Um, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting film just because of the time in which it was shot. Um, I feel like, from what I understand, that Russia was behind. Okay, Russia was definitely behind in cinema at this time. I would say, <laughs> as, as opposed to the American film industry. Um, this is a this is a weird little film. Uh, it, it's kind of neat, and I really can't wait to get this on Blu-ray. But uh, I'm having the same trouble you are, uh, trying to get it on, uh, trying to find a place to buy it because it's not available just yet. Yeah. Um so you you'd been telling me about this movie pretty much as long as i'd known you uh, however at the time you hadn't even seen it you just no. knew about it and saw like a trailer for it and thought it looked really fascinating and part of the reason why it looked fascinating to you is that uh, you were drawing a lot of parallels to the works of like sam raimi correct evil dead in particular and uh, i was so fascinated in like hearing your opinion of it because it just sounded like such an interesting film that i i found a bootleg on ebay and I got it to you on DVD. Yeah. Um, and here we are, June 2019, and somebody, uh, a, a publishing house I am not familiar with, uh, Severin Films, apparently is putting this out on Blu-ray. Uh, the cover's quite handsome. However, like you said, I can't find the damn thing. No. I was supposed to have come out two weeks ago, and uh, I tried to go to Severin Films' website, and it does not load. Um, they put out a trailer on YouTube around the time uh, around the time it was supposed to be released uh, so I'm guessing they do in fact have the rights to the film but for the life of me I don't know how to get money to these people it's, it's a shut up and take my money kind of situation where yeah, it's like right? I am ready to pay you for this product but where is it <laughs> um, um, so for now I guess we don't know how to get it but it's supposed to have come out two weeks ago yeah, um, it, it's it's an odd film, and uh, yes, I, I have my blue, bootleg copy, and I've been waiting for this to come out on uh, on Blu-ray, and I I'm hoping there's some uh, some some stuff about it, some uh, some special features, because I'm yeah, curious. it would be nice if they had some like making of supplements or something, but uh, like I said, it's a very small publisher as far as I know. It's one that I'm not familiar with, so if it's a bare bones release, I won't be surprised. But that came out on June 1st, which was a Saturday. Um, and if you're not familiar, traditionally, uh, DVD and Blu-ray releases occur on Tuesdays. Uh, so the first uh, proper release date of June would be June 4th. Um, looks like we have a shit ton of older movies coming out on 4K. Uh, yeah. So these, these would be re-releases. So that would be uh, the first four Batman films. Uh, 
the first uh, the three Toy Story movies, likely to Obviously. promote uh, Toy Story Four. Um, we got some uh, Wallace and Gromit stuff. <laughs> um, I think that what Nick Park, I think, or Nick Parks was the guy who directed all those films. Uh, the Natural, uh, the Robert Redford baseball film on 4K. Mighty uh, Mo from Power Rangers. The movie. Um, the movie. <laughs> on Blu-ray. I know that came out a little while ago, so this must be like a second printing or something. Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, that could be a lot of fun. I know there's a pretty solid comic that they wrote about that, so I'm guessing that's the source for the story. Um, Arrow is putting out a re-release of the Andromeda Strain. Right. It's uh, uh, good times. Uh, the, the Man, Man Who, Who Laughs. Laughs. 1928. Uh Remastered in 4K uh, by publisher Flickr Alley. Uh, I am not familiar, um, but this is this this image, the the cover art you see here is uh, classic stuff. It's <laughs> supposed to be a very unsettling silent horror film, from what mm-hmm. I understand. Uh, I've never seen it. I've uh, I've read a little bit a bit a little bit about it, and it's got my curiosity. Um, I don't know if I'll buy this on 4K. I might check out a Blu-ray release. I don't know if I'm... I, I, I think it is Blu-ray. Yeah, it says resolution 1080p, so it's oh, okay. just that's just marketing buzzwords. Uh, the Man Who Killed Don Quixote. Oh, wow. Um, we've got, Look at that. <laughs> we've got some stuff coming up about that here. Now it's going to be... Yeah, it's going to be in a couple of months, because I think next month we're doing some... Uh, so doing some documentaries next month, unless we were going to do Terry Gilliam. I'm not really too yeah. sure just yet. Up in the air at this moment, but uh, both of us, like, we we want to get to Terry Gilliam, and this was actually one of the movies that we were both curious about. I think you already watched it. I did, um, I did. It's definitely a Terry Gilliam movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm excited to see it. Um, I'm not sure if that's the first time it's out on Blu-ray, but... Uh, Probably not. It's no. just kind of funny that it, it's coming out now, uh, being as we were only talking about a little while ago. <laughs> Uh, a Star is Born Encore Edition. So yep. we're, d- we're doing a double dip on that? Okay, sure. I'm not going to watch it. Uh, I'll I'll probably watch it at some point. I'm not excited about but I, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah whatever. Don't <laughs> you remade a movie three times? Like, it's the third iter- iteration of this of this film. I'm like, no, I'm fine. Yeah, I mean, it's like Ben-Hur. I mean, they're, like, God knows how many no- versions of Ben-Hur. Like the, I still haven't... Char- the Charlton Heston one was absolutely not the first i still haven't seen that been but that i would watch that been her i still want to but god damn it do i not have three and a half hours to spend watching well, a movie I, yeah I, I wouldn't watch the new one with Martin no Freeman absolutely and, uh, not toby toby kebble who i've said before like he, he's a bad sign <laughs> <laughs> i you know toby i like you but shit will smith's a bad <laughs> sign to have in a movie Nowadays, it's it's getting kind of weird, yeah. I was wa- I was walking back. I'm like, he's had an incredible career of five good movies. <laughs> Seriously, no, he, no, he he has had an incredible career. Like I I remember reading a really detailed article that somebody was going on and on about how his early career was maybe was like perhaps the best managed career up to that point in his film history. Yeah. It's just like hit after hit after hit. And it's like, well, wow. then he did Ali, Pursuit of Happiness. Those are both great movies with him. From what I've heard, I haven't seen either one, but I know that they're critically acclaimed. And then mm. after that, it just goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. But he his initial run was pretty impressive. 
and like you said he did follow it up with like critically acclaimed stuff where yeah, he, like he became an act actor actor yeah <laughs> i just rewatched enemy of the state it's awesome i still love it oh no i i adore that movie i saw it in the theater when i was probably a little too young to get what was happening but i i bought into the energy of it like it's it's a well shot well edited oh, it's, movie yeah it's a lot of fun uh, uh, excess we, baggage are you familiar with this no is that's that benicio dude yeah, I was gonna say Benicio and Clueless. Alicia, Alicia Silverstone. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know this, but holy shit, it's making me feel old seeing that "I love the '90s" tag in the top. Oh, there's some more "I love the '90s" tags. We got Jury Duty with Polly Shore. Probably the only Polly Shore movie I have not seen. I've seen all of his movies. This is the only one I haven't seen. It just never really appealed to me. I just never got around to it. I'll watch it eventually, but not anytime soon. Um, Lost in Space, Netflix series. I've heard that's absolute garbage. Um, <laughs> the Kid, is that? I don't know anybody on there. Uh, let's pull it up here. We got, oh, that is Ethan Hawke. Man, he's been doing a lot of westerns. Dane DeHaan, who plays a good asshole. Chris Pratt's in here? Vincent, Vincent D'Onofrio? You got me a Vincent D'Onofrio. A- Adam Baldwin? Oh, what? <laughs> and Keith Jardine? <laughs> I don't know what this as, is. As in, as in the UFC, Keith Jardine. Oh, okay, <laughs> never mind. Um, but Ethan Hawke, Chris Pratt, and Vincent D'Onofrio—they were all in Magnificent Seven together. Also a western. So, I'm kind of curious. What is this? <laughs> um, so they must have gotten along. I hope. Um, but yeah, that that's apparently a new release. Um, beside that, we have Double Team. Yeah. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Dennis and, Rodman. And Dennis Radman. Uh, this movie... Uh, <laughs> this movie, I think, is best remembered for the uh, the the workout routine that Jean-Claude Van Damme employs in it. Um, is it that involves, the hump in the tub? Yes, it is. Yeah. It's hump in the tub. <laughs> <laughs> Do you notice the little sticker? I love the little sticker on there. The oh, comedy the, action, the little the remember you go to the video store and it had that little sticker on there. It's like horror, science fiction, drama, yeah, comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's got it on the boxes. Yeah, and I also like the uh, the be kind rewind sticker on there. Oh, and nice! This is clever, clever marketing. Very clever marketing. It Bring is back sad that it is actually coming in a Blu-ray case though, or a DVD case. So it's funny. not actually a VHS. It's just made up to look like one. Um. We have the Jack Ryan Amazon series, apparently season one being printed on Blu-ray. Could not give two shits. Could not care less. Uh, Venture Brothers season seven. I've heard I would really like that. I've never really seen it, though. No idea um, what it is. We have another 1928 film, The Last Warning. Cover. Uh, also, like- same same publisher, Flicker Alley. So I like the cover. Probably not a movie I'd want to watch. Mr. Baseball. I pretty much, if Tom Selleck's in a movie, he's in the Fast and Furious camp. If I see Tom Selleck in a movie, that's a hard pass. Oh, uh, man. Mr. Baseball is great. Eh, he doesn't do anything yeah. for me. Uh, oh, Shredder. Right. Shredder's awesome cover. It's got an awesome cover there. Probably a terrible movie. Looks uh, like a snowboarding horror movie. That's exactly what it is from 2001. Nice. Um, that is a cool cover. <laughs> I will give them that. Uh, oh, we have a, a Criterion release here. Yeah. Um, film trilogy by Ingemar Bergman. What are the three? Includes Through a Glass Darkly, Winter Light, and The Silence. I haven't seen any of those. 
I don't know that I've seen an Ingmar Bergman film, but uh, the name carries a lot of weight. I'll put yeah, it that yeah. way. Uh, Opportunity Knocks? What is that? I don't know. It looks stupid. Dana Carvey? Yeah, that's not a good. Oh, no. Yeah. It's not... That's another one of those I Love the 90s movies. Yeah. Just, they're, they're pushing it really hard. God damn, I'm old. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, brain scan. <laughs> it's a double pack, mind dude. warp and brain scan. I watched that, dude. It is not good. <laughs> no, there's a, there's a certain podcast that you introduced me to that... Uh, they did an episode on brain scan and uh you enjoyed it so much and shared it with me that uh just like viy or v or however it's pronounced um i ended up <laughs> buying you a copy of brain scan would it cost 2.99 <laughs> for that i i don't want to i don't want to disclose how much money i spent on brain scan but the point is i was like kyle needs to actually see this movie so like he can he can experience the jokes in their entirety like <laughs> um bunch of re-releases oh i kind of like this cover for arabesque uh gregory peck and sophia loren yeah ultra mod ultra mad ultra mystery that's i i dig it <laughs> 1966 um, um the haunting of sharon tate starring hillary duff <laughs> oh my god <laughs> whoa <laughs> 2019 either one of those things would have not like the title or the person starring in it was enough for me not to watch it. But you put them together, that's a hard pass for me. Yeah. Oh, man, there there are three Johnny English movies? I didn't know that. Mr. I knew Bean. there were two. I knew there were two. but It's I, just Mr. I, Bean Talks. It's, there's Mr. Bean, and then there's Mr. Bean Talks. And that's Johnny <laughs> English. I, I kind of. I don't have a problem with that. I like Mr. Bean. Uh, um, Children of the Corn. Never seen that one. I, I think it was... I want to say it was a TV movie, technically. I'm not a Stephen um, King fan. I'm like I've I've read The Shining and I've read Misery. Um, I'm not a big fan of his books. Uh, I'm not a big fan of his film adaptations. Actually, the one film adaptation I like of his, he dislikes. So oh. it's the Shining. He doesn't like The Shining. He didn't like yeah, Kubrick's no. Shining. Um, You're a fucking idiot, Stephen. <laughs> it's an awesome movie. Stephen. <laughs> He's a better filmmaker than you are a writer. Fact. Uh, uh, yeah, that's hard to debate. Um, you want to? You want to go? You want to go? You want to go into Kubrick? <laughs> I don't uh, know. Stephen King's got that reach, man. Apparently, he's a big well, old lumber, lumberjack man. I'd like to really, I really want to dig into some old Kubrick because older Kubrick is completely different. Like the movie Spartacus. If you compare Spartacus to like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, it's mm-hmm. an entirely different movie. Not One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Um, yeah, that or yeah, uh, that that wasn't him. Uh, I'm thinking Clockwork Orange. Sorry, uh, Clockwork Orange. It's an entirely different different style of filmmaking and storytelling. Um, Shaft. I'm not not acknowledging Medea. Well, uh, they're they're making a new one. So yeah, that, I think I was it gonna just say, came out. It's well, it's just coming. They're out. just trying to promote the new one. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was gonna get at. It's like they're yeah, just is that Winona? Winona. Yeah, American. I like this is. One of those movie titles that you know you just don't want to watch the movie. How to Make an American Quilt. You're like, that's Oof. Steel Oof. Magnolias, Fried Green Tomatoes, <laughs> How to Make an American Quilt. Little Women. <laughs> Little Women, uh, Weathering, Weathering Heights, uh, Angela's Ashes. I mean, <laughs> All like, movies yeah. I've had to watch with my stepmom and my yeah, dad. I, I, I think those are good stepmom movies. <laughs> <laughs> 
My, it seems it, like it seems like a subgenre of film it, or something. Mom movies, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is Not this? J, really JT Leroy? Eh. I'm trying to figure out what's going on in this cover. Uh, Lauren Laura Dern. Dern. Laura Dern. I like her. I like Laura Kristen Dern. Kristen Stewart, indifferent towards. Jim Sturgis. I think I hate him. I'm not sure. Jim Sturgis. Uh, oh, God. I know that. Who is that? Jim Sturgis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't like him. <laughs> What's <laughs> he's he in? The ma- he's in Geostorm. <laughs> oh. Uh, in across uh, the Universe. Across the Universe guy. Yeah. 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 They really wanted him to, like, be a thing. But, you he, know, he's he just, just did like. not work. He's just like a dumpy British guy with the I, same haircut in every movie. I get him mixed up with the guy from Inglorious Bastards and Rush. He's the. I think he's a German actor. He's also. He's in uh, that. The Cloverfield Paradox. Um, oh. The the German soldier from uh, Inglorious Bastards that keeps bothering the French girl. The main, the the sniper oh. guy. I can't think of his name. Oh, I get, I get I, him. I can't I remember. Yeah. get him mixed up with the other guy. Anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> bunch of crap and shit. Uh, uh, bunch of re-releases of stuff that's just yeah. not really worth going into. The Cleaning Lady. Looks kind of <laughs> creepy. Looks yeah, kind of creepy. It's decent cover. Uh, I need a good uh, horror movie to watch tonight. I, I watched. I finally did watch that uh, um, kill list. Uh, I don't know so how I feel about it just yet. Yeah, you'll you'll have to you'll have to get me your opinion on it because I was kind of curious. But I'm seeing a lot of uh, girl blood sport movies that have the Diablo font with the the cross through the O. Um, I don't know what those are. But I'm I'm sure they're some form of softcore porn. <laughs> uh, uh, somebody's into that. Uh, yeah. A simple wish, Mara Wilson, and and uh, Martin Short. I remember seeing this when I was young. I never watched that one. Martin Short's a delight. Oh yeah, I, even, even in bad movies, he's fun. As I say, I, he's usually the most enjoyable part if he's in yeah. the movie. I can't um, stand that Three Amigos movie. I don't think I've seen it. Oh my god, it's so bad. Yeah, I. I mean. I know you're not a big Steve Martin fan. I no. actually do like him. Uh, but yeah, that one, even as a kid, I was like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> it's Chevy Chase, too. Like I, I I liked Chevy Chase when I was a kid, but like his movies just do not hold up. Martin Short mm. is still funny. If you go back and watch uh, movies with him, the one where he's a bank robber, pure luck, he's still funny in that. <laughs> yeah, he's funny. He's actually funny. <laughs> okay, so, oh, shit, I completely forgot there was a a 12 monkeys tv series yeah right um but apparently the first seasons the first season is coming out on blu-ray uh on the fourth um so uh let's jump ahead in the following week june 11th uh the big the big 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 release was uh captain marvel obviously uh the brie larson captain marvel which have you seen it no, I, I don't care about Avengers. I don't care about Marvel anymore. It's That's over right. for me. I don't. Yeah. And Endgame was the end for you. That was it. I'm not going to watch any more on my own volition. All right. Um, I'll definitely end up watching this. Uh, I haven't yet, but uh, yeah, I've I've heard it's it's an example of Marvel good, where it's just like it's just good enough to be considered good, but honestly, it's like it's not amazing. It's just passable. Probably a, um, a movie theater movie, if I had to guess. Maybe I, I I don't know. The marketing for it was not very strong, if you ask me. Anyway, well, they were um, releasing it. They're like, oh shit, we have to release this real quick before uh, Endgame. So they did it like a week before Endgame, I believe. Yeah, it it, well, it was longer a little, than that, but it was really really close together. 
Well, it was more just like, you know, you, you're supposed to hype people up with your trailers. Like, you're supposed to give them incentive to want to go see it. And I was like, so... I'm supposed no. to want to go see. I'm supposed to want to go see this because there might be jets in it, and she punches an old lady. Yeah, it's sorry. Like that's that's not enough. Um, you need to give me more. And they, I don't know what the the concept was behind the marketing, but uh, they need to hire a different trailer house going forward. <laughs> you you um, pleasantly surprised me with Thor Ragnarok. I love those Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Other than that, I could give a shit less about Iron Man, Captain America, any of that. So. <laughs> oh, we're gonna add somebody new onto the end. I'm like, absolutely not. No, Ant Man, you got your <laughs> fucking mind. No, 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 you're not. You're not adding. More. You're not adding stuff at the end. It's like adding uh, an extra villain. Like, add, like you just you're trying to do too much. Um, <laughs> Fast and the Furious Eight movie collection. Holy yeah. shit! See, that oh. would be an example of a marketing department doing their fucking job because that Hobbs and Shaw movie. I know you've seen the trailer. Looks yeah, like the times. single most amazing movie ever committed to film (laughs) (laughs) that is fucking leprechaun movies my goodness leprechaun returns uh did they get did they did they get him no you're not getting him no i i don't see warwick davis no you're not getting warwick anymore not for that no i I know there was plans to have a hornswoggle from wrestling be a new leprechaun maybe it actually happened i can't remember but yeah i guess they're not getting warwick anymore absolutely not he's not doing that uh, we have re-release of or maybe it's a first release of the entity from 1982 um looks kind of cool kind of bird if, maybe i'm thinking of something else uh barbara hershey ron silver i like me some ron silver <laughs> Uh, he was the bad guy in Time Cop. No. Uh, he's great. He plays a good dick. <laughs> uh, so moving on, we got Frankenstein Created Woman. Yeah. Peter That's Cushing. a Hammer film. I feel like every month we get Hammer films re-released. Yeah. Uh, Peter Cushing as Dr. Frankenstein. Uh, this one this one I've heard is kind of kitschy fun. Or there's, there's like a body swap at some point where a dude gets put in a lady's like a Frankenstein monsters lady's body. Mm. So there's some weird shit going on. Uh, I need to, I need to do more like watching of hammer films. Cause I've heard they're, they're crazy and fun. <laughs> I've only seen a few. Uh, we got a criterion release of swing time, Fred Astaire and ginger Rogers. Um, probably not a movie for me, but no, there are a lot of folks out there. that are really into these old-timey 1930s movies uh complete adventures of johnny quest the original series not the 90s one that i grew up with uh, captive state kyle do you remember hearing anything about this no it looks stupid uh it's like apparently an alien invasion movie where the alien invasion already happened and it had that like somewhat enigmatic edit like editing style in the trailers where it was kind of cloverfield-esque but Vera Farmiga and John Goodman are in it, I know for sure. Oh, really? Yeah, and it it had that Cloverfield vibe to it. It's not a Cloverfield movie as far as I know, but um, I just remember catching a couple trailers for it, so I was curious if you knew anything about it. No, I might check it out, though. Captive State. And this, yeah. this, this already came out? Yeah. All uh, right. It should have been the 11th, so yeah, it's out. I'll see if it's available for streaming. I might check that out. You got me with John Goodman, so... Huh. Uh, what what is Jeffrey? 
Is that Patrick know. Stewart? It's Patrick Stewart. Yeah. And Steven Weber, nobody's favorite. What is this? Uh, I'm uh, guessing something gay. It looks. It yeah, looks. It, yeah. I don't. I'm. I'm just saying. It looks like a, a movie about a gay man. No, it it, it is like it I'm is okay. At the description of it, and it totally is um, okay. I like. I like Patrick Stewart. <laughs> and an and Stephen Weber was it? definitely a thing. I uh, I think it actually does touch on that. So it God might damn be. it. Steve, Thomas was right. He's like, it's so hard to find a movie targeted to a gay male audience that isn't about AIDS. Yeah, no, I, I, I do remember hearing that, and I think that was part of why that uh, Call Me By Your Name movie worked for him. Yeah, he said it was really he good. Was like, I still yeah, watched it. It. Did, it didn't draw attention to anything. It was just like a straight-up romance movie that happened to be gay. Moon, Moonlight just slips right in there because it's it's a really good film, but it's... There's violence involved, of course, and, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of gay slurs, but uh, mm-hmm. no AIDS, which is good. Mm. Um, um, beside that, we have They Might Be Giants uh, from 1971. That is a title that I associate with the band rather than any movies. Um, can't Stop the Music. Uh, George That's C. Amazing. Scott, isn't that Patton? Yeah. Okay. That is Patton. Um oh, Adventures of Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson in modern-day New York City. Yeah, that, that sounds pretty stupid. Five feet. Uh, it sounds like they put an interesting spin on it, though, so it might be fun. <laughs> Got the, um, who's in this five feet apart? It doesn't look good, but I can't tell who who are these people. Uh, Cole Sprouse, Parminder Nagra. I'm guessing these are just really hot young people faces these are just faces man there's like an entire subgenre devoted to sick teenager movies now like ever since the fault in our stars became a thing i was gonna say a walk to remember uh yeah. what else we got i uh, think this is the movie where it's like two te- young teenagers develop a romance but they can't be physically close to each other well we have a whole chick getting sick genre <laughs> uh that one with keanu and charlie Theron. I can't mm-hmm. remember what it is. You know what I'm talking about. We have a yeah. walk to remember. We've got oh, I just had it. I had what? Uh, Love and other drugs, which I kind of like. I kind of like that movie. Um, I'm, I'm an Anne Hathaway fan. She's she's pretty nice. Uh, yeah. Um. There was that. Uh. I think it's called Rachel Getting Married movie. Do you know this one? No. Oh, she she's in it. Uh, I think she's the lead in it. But uh, it's heavy but it's kind of a cool movie like i just i think i was like sick or something and it was on it was on tv and i just watched it on a whim and i was very surprised with how good it was because it's totally outside my wheelhouse like it's not the kind of movie i'd normally watch but she was good in it and it was a good movie um Um, warriors final stab 2001 that looks like something i would might watch but i'll check out the trailer later see if that's something i want to do devil's Uh, kiss i love this i love this cover art for devil's kiss but i have no idea what this is i yeah at 1976 la perversa caricia del satan de satan uh so that is i mean i'm sorry it's from the 70s and it has crazy colors i have to assume it's it's italian giallo giallo a film by jordi gigo or gijo um yeah, I have to assume oh, this is Italian. I think it is. I think I've got it written down. I can't check my, my list right now, but I think it's, this might be on my list of Giallo films. 
Oh. Um, beside that, we have T34, which yeah. a couple of websites I frequent have been hyping up quite a bit. Uh, this is about World War II uh, from the Russian perspective. So I'd imagine it's quite brutal. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, what little I know about Russian cinema is they get pretty explicit with stuff. Um, and the title of it is, of course, a model of tank. So I'd imagine there's going to be tank action. But yeah, I've, I've been getting some hints that this might be a big deal. Uh, Stalker Channing, the girl most likely to dot dot dot. Um, Michael Caine in uh, Kidnapped, 1971. That is quite the cover. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a lot going on on that cover. Yeah, it's like a tapestry. Jesus. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's, that's kind of pimp. I like it. <laughs> uh, we have some what looks like hardcore uh, porn from the 70s. The, My Nights with Susan, Sandra, Olga, and Julie. Uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> the Very exotic likely. foreplay, that's where they used to screen porno in the theater. Like something that Robert De Niro or Travis Bickle would take uh, Sybil Shepherd to. Well, I mean, um, it was one of the first episodes of Catching on Blu-ray that uh, that you and I did, I think, had a, a, a release, a Blu-ray release oh, for Deep Throat. Deep Throat. So, that, yeah. I feel like that's one That's one I would want to watch. And So apparently there's a market for this stuff. Uh, I get it. Um, the Slaughter of the Innocents, great name, looks really not good. Oh, uh, that is an awful cover. Yeah, that's terrible. Uh, Pursuit, I like the cover for, for Pursuit. I don't know what's going on there. Can you read me the description, please? Sure. Uh, TV, 1972. A political extremist plans to spread stolen nerve gas in a city Ooh. where a political convention is being held. Government agents are sent to catch him. I uh, want to say this is probably not great. No. Uh, but but Martin Sheen's in it. And it's directed by Michael Crichton. What the hell? What? He What? He was a thing in the 70s, but I didn't know he directed films. I did not know that. Wow. That's an interesting detail. I might look into this, actually, just to see what's up. 1972, Michael Craig. Uh, we oh, have right. The Mustang, which apparently is a first-time release. Uh, the story of Roman Coleman, a violent conflict uh, convict who is given the chance to participate in a rehabilitation therapy program involving the training of wild mustangs. That sounds boring as dirt. Yep, you lost me. Uh, <laughs> I am the knight, as opposed to we are the knight. <laughs> uh, Chris as Pine. Opposed, That's a as hard opposed pass. to the night comes for us, uh, it's oh, is it's that TNT. a TNT movie? Yeah, that's Whoa. a whoo, that's a hard. Did, Chris Pine did TNT movies. The he's just nice to look at. Like he's, I don't really know what he contributes as an actor. That Warrior King movie, I swear, the only reason it exists is because his dick is on camera for a few seconds in it, and a Ooh. lot of people want to see that dick. I mean, is it is it a healthy hog? Has he got a boss? I something? don't. I haven't seen it myself, but. I feel like I brought this up. I brought this up on the show before. Like the the film festival version of it, apparently, like you get all the dick, but like the theatrical version or the Netflix version of it, they cut out some of the dick, and people were genuinely upset. Yeah, I'd be upset. <laughs> um, so I it try- must be pretty good. Dude, I tried to find the night the night flyer. I tried to find that for streaming. Impossible. You cannot get the night flyer. Really? Yeah, it's really pissing me off. I wanted to watch it. It was on YouTube for free, but it was in like a corner box. You know how oh, they, they fuck, fuck you that. over. Yeah. Um, I tried watching this pop star, Never Stop, Never Stopping. I couldn't mm-hmm. get five minutes into this piece of shit. Don't Ouch. ever watch it. It's bad. 
Star Trek, The Godfather Collection, of course. Oh, uh, wow. The way they're advertising it, though. Star Trek Trilogy, The Kelvin Timeline. What's that? Wow. Uh, that's the... the Well, J.J. Abrams didn't do all of them, but basically the, the Chris Pine, Captain Kirk movies uh, take place in a separate timeline from the, the other Star Trek stuff. So, like, to see it actually marketed like that it's like wow i tried watching what is it with that the third hobbit movie and the third star trek movie i tried watching it can't get through it couldn't tell you a single thing about them like i actually didn't i didn't mind the third star trek i Uh, couldn't i think it was was it justin lynn i think directed it it was it was stupid fun those first two star trek movies are great the second one especially i really like uh, i i would argue that the second one's the bad one really i I like of all three of them yeah I liked Benedict's uh, con. I thought it was fun. Um, he felt more yeah, like uh, he felt more like um, uh, what's his name in Superman. Uh, oh, Zod. Michael. Yeah, it, it felt more like Zod. Terrence Stamp. No, no, Michael Shannon's Zod. Oh, okay. Well, Terrence Stamp is my Zod. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just saying. What is this Berserk? Oh, it looks pretty berserk. cool. Okay, Kyle, strap yourself in. Uh, <laughs> so Berserk is a manga that is still running. Uh, it has some of the most gorgeous uh, pen and ink illustrations in a comic you'll see. Uh, so it's, it's Japanese manga, but it takes place in like a fictional fantasy universe. That The aesthetics of it are largely modeled after medieval Europe. Ooh. Uh, so a lot of intricate armors and European-style clothing and dress and... Uh, and food and stuff um but berserk is amazing is uh, it? they've they've adapted it to animation a few times uh once in the late 90s uh again in the late 2010s which is what this is a blu-ray release of and then they made three movies that i actually suggested you watch and i i own them i was gonna i was gonna let you borrow them at some point when we were working together uh because they it's three movies that summarize the entire first television arc well, um, should... but the beautiful part of it is that it's a medieval war story about like a bandit like a, a group of rogues who are trying to you know become landowners and become nobles essentially but every now and again they start sprinkling in supernatural shit and then at a certain like pivotal moment in the story the supernatural stuff takes center stage and it becomes a whole nother can of worms <laughs> well, i think we we're gonna have to do a catching up on genres where we commit we're basically one of us is going to take over the entire month because you have a lot of anime that you need me to watch and i have some horror movies that i need you to try to stomach uh <laughs> <laughs> so i feel like we're gonna have to do that at some point yeah i remember you saying you wanted to do anime at some point so maybe we can do a month of that hey look uh triple threat uh sex and violence triple threat it looks like uh, different kind of triple threat, Kyle. <laughs> God, uh, <laughs> don't I, don't shit on my movie. <laughs> a little bit ahead here, um, the Twenty Seven Club. What is this creature? Uh, I don't know. It looks kind of zombie esque, but to be honest, the makeup's not looking so hot. I'm gonna write it down. I might uh, might look into this. I do like that. It reminds me of like '90s horror movie covers, though. I, we you still haven't watched the void. You didn't get to watch the void while you had your I Netflix. I did not. Ah oh, man. Yeah, uh, we have a couple of evil bong movies 
777 uh, from 2017 and 2018, respectively. Uh, Kill Order, I'm sure, is a terrible movie, but uh, one of the websites I frequent uh, did a did a segment on it. It was it made it sound kind of cool. Um, uh, the might, Scorpion King six movie collect or five movie collection. Oh, I think I was right because I think like one of our previous episodes, I was pondering on how many of them they have now, and I guess we're up to five. Damn, that's a lot. That's a lot of Scorpion Kings. Uh, bitch fight, Teen Girl Fight Club video, Teen Girl Fight Club. Wow, man, they're. I don't know if we're allowed to watch that. Apparently, June is the month of ladies punching each other and then kissing or something. <laughs> well, something like that. Uh, not much okay. else going on. Yeah, here. let's let's move on uh, to the 18th. Uh, the first major release that jumps out is Us. From 2019, I still haven't seen um, Get, Get Out. Out. I haven't seen Get Out, and this apparently is even better. I just, I'm scared because <laughs> I know that these movies are supposed to be really good, and they're like horror slash thriller. But I'm like, I, when I'm in the mood for a horror movie, I know specifically what kind of horror movie I'm in the mood for. If I'm, I'm in, in the mood for atmospheric, am I in for jump scares, or am I in for some gore? Am I into just like some crazy fucked up weird shit? This doesn't fit any of those categories because Jordan Peele has done something completely different. And I'm like, I, I just need I need to get off my duff and watch them. And I really want to. It's just I never, I don't know what mood I'm supposed to be in to watch these movies. Well, this one's coming out next week. Uh, so maybe you should just watch it because there's no, there's no rule out there that says you need to watch Get Out first. I know. They aren't related as far as I know. This one definitely jumped out at me faster. Also, this one seems like um, I've actually done a really good job of avoiding reading or hearing anything about it. So I know I know nothing about this movie, but I'm, I know I'm just going to watch it. I'm also blindly. very, very attracted to the late uh, this, this oh, woman. Lupita? Yeah. Lupita Nyong'o? And I can tell from the cinema, like it's from some of the, the the shots from the movie that she's supposed to be. I don't want to spoil anything. I kind of know what the movie's about. Oh, not I don't know what the, like it hasn't been spoiled for me, but like I've read up on what it's supposed to be kind of about, and oh. it's it sounds kind of like oh, is it gonna ruin is it gonna ruin her for me because she's so pretty. <laughs> I don't want her to be creepy. See, I, I I know nothing about it, so I think I'm in the right headspace to see it. Just like I'll let it, I'll let it do what it does and see if I like it. Um, thirst. So thirst. Uh, this is a Korean movie from 2009. It's Park Chan Wook. Uh, he is one of the more well-known Korean directors uh, in the West, anyway. Uh, he did the the Vengeance trilogy of films. Mm. Uh, he's a big deal, and some of the actors in this are big deals too. Uh, I remember seeing the marketing for this when it first came out. I actually haven't seen it, but. Uh, if it was on, I would certainly watch it because, I mean, the components are there. And it's apparently a vampire story from Korea, so that's definitely going to be unique. Yeah. Um, Mississippi Burning, uh, that's a re-release, obviously. I saw that in school because I, I had think that's to. What, the one where Brad Dourif got an... I think he was either nominated or won an Oscar for his performance. I think you're right. So, that'd be, I mean, um, it should be worth watching. And I've been trying to watch some more Defoe. I watched... Oh, I didn't know if I told you. I watched The Shadow of the Vampire. Yeah. The... 
uh, Willem Dafoe and John Malkovich one where he's supposed to be like an actual vampire. It's mm-hmm. it's interesting. It's uh it's kind of fun. It looked fun. Yeah, I, I recommend it. You should check it out. Um, <laughs> the Silent Partner, which I've heard is a really good Elliot Gould movie. Um, I haven't watched it, but I've I've heard good things. My dad likes him. <laughs> he's affable. I think because Mash. Um, Monolith Monsters. That's like literally just like stones coming out of the ground. That's your monster. Yeah, that doesn't look um, good. Yeah, in terms of fifties B movies, uh, that is not one that ever like landed on my radar as like a must watch. Uh, Under the Silver Lake. Uh, this is a movie that the uh, the guys from Wisconsin, uh, Red Letter Media guys, they actually devoted an entire episode to this. Really. Uh, yeah, I was really shocked because it's like apparently just this quirky indie film that they felt the need to devote an entire like fully edited episode just to uh, telling everyone how awesome they thought it was. So they were very impressed with it, but apparently, it I don't know if it did very well out like well, at the box office. Oh, apparently, Beach Bum. Uh, Matthew McConaughey is really good in the Beach Bum. I haven't heard but, anything else except that it's it's, it's not bad. It's a Harmony Korean movie, though. Ugh. <laughs> and I know how you Gosh. feel about him. I cannot stand his movies. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe the beach bum's not for you. It's not for me. It's not for <laughs> me. Uh, but yeah, I actually have heard that Matthew McConaughey's quite good in it. Two movies that will never, I will never justify. Heat and Spring Breakers. <laughs> the two worst critically acclaimed movies that... Yeah. I'll forever fight you about heat. But, I, I, uh, a lot of breakers, people will. I can't. Yeah, Spring Breakers I can't speak for, though. Um, uh, another Criterion release. It's French, uh, so I'm not going to try to say that correctly. It's Le Humanity <laughs> uh, from 1999. Yeah, Let's right. see what the description is. A profoundly alienated police detective investigating the murder of a young girl experiences jolting, epiphanous moments of emotional and physical connection. Yeah, I sure. don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Uh, Hotel Mumbai? Is that Dev? Is that yeah. Dev? Yeah, it's Dev Patel. And Army Hammer, the man who almost was Batman. Hmm. Jason Isaacs. Uh, Hotel Mumbai tells the astonishing true story of the victims and survivors of the devastating attacks on Mumbai in 2008. Hmm. Uh, it's really sad that I'm not entirely sure what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but I just do podcasts on the internet, so what would I know? Uh, the Running Man from 1963. That's not Arnold. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, and oh, another Criterion next to it, and of course, it's another foreign yeah. film. Uh, La Vie de Jesus, the Life of of Jesus of Jesus, from 1997. A lot of interesting Criterion movies, not. Not like ones that jump out at you. No. Uh, da, da, da. What else we got here? Um, Not much else popping out to me. Yeah, a lot of re-releases. I'm just going to skip to the next week. As I said, there's a lot yeah. of yeah, a lot of sex stuff. There's a lot of stuff, yeah. So June 25th, uh, Lost Highway. I believe this is a David Lynch film. Uh, yes, it is. From 1997. I actually haven't seen it, but David Lynch is one of those people that I, I know I need to explore more of their filmography. Um, 
War and Peace, 1966, Criterion Ooh. release. I, I sent you the trailer for that. Yeah, I, th- I think I, I might it buy it. right up your alley. This one I might buy. Um, Night of the Creeps, 1986. Uh, I, I've told you about this numerous times. I love, yeah. I love this movie. Um, I started to watch it. I got about 15 minutes into it, and I was like, I'm not in the mood for this right now. Yeah, uh, I, it's it's a certainly a different flavor of. It's not a horror movie. It's it's just gory, but it. I really enjoy it. I saw it. I think at exactly the right age when I was like fourteen or fifteen or something. If it's gory, I might I might push past and check it out. Um, uh, what's this? Here's one that you know. Uh, Hedwig and the Angry Itch. No, I don't I know this one. I was actually. Oh, you ask. don't. No. Oh, uh, I think. Oh, somebody else told me about it then. Uh, I'll just read the description because this is a Criterion release. It says, After a botched sex change operation, East German glam rocker Hansel becomes Hedwig and travels across the United States with a stage show following her ex-boyfriend and former bandmate and telling her life story. Um, I forget who told me about this, but it was apparently a big deal to one of my friends. Interesting. Um, and it's getting a Criterion release, so it's apparently a big deal to lots of people. The War and Peace, that looks like a... I'm really I'm really looking forward to getting that one. That that looks like good filmmaking. Yeah. Just uh, straight up. Green Inferno, it's not great. Night Killer. Yeah. Dumbo, Night. Dumbo's already out? I guess so. <laughs> Next week. Is that Dumbo. Klaus Kinski? Double Face? Uh, double double face. Yeah, yeah. I mean that certainly looks like it. It looks like Klaus Kinski. Yes, it is. It he's is hard to miss. Yeah. And it's it's not directed by Lucio Fulci, but he's a writer listed on it. Hmm. That might be one for you to check out. Maybe. Uh, um. That cover for Night Killer does need to be singled out. I'm sorry, but that is pretty fucking savage. Yeah. Uh, oh, 1990. Some old stuff here. Yeah. Robo War is a movie that I know. Uh, it's a Bruno Mattei movie, uh, starring Reb Brown. Uh, if you, if you like watching like good bad movies, um, follow the works of Reb Brown. You will not be disappointed. <laughs> um, there's a fella on the internet that I I started following like in my college years. Uh, he went by Spoonie. Um, unfortunately, Spoonie kind of seems to have uh disappeared from the internet miss you spoonie if you're out there um but he was the guy who kind of turned me on to the works of red red brown because he would do like movie reviews for a lot of his garbage movies Mm. uh the spanish prisoner i feel like we've seen this multiple times like this has been re-released multiple times in the past six months nobody wants it yeah nobody wants it apparently but they keep putting it out there anyway and I'm sorry, I was looking at the cover for The Dark Side of the Moon from 1990, and I yeah. thought that was Hasselhoff. I can see it's that. N- I thought it was Dolph. No, it's neither of them. It's just some a dude. guy. Yeah, it's just a dude. Uh, Heroes Shed No Tears. That is John Oh, Woo. that is a John Woo movie. Yeah. Um, I recognize the guy on the cover, but not as an actor. I think... I think he did a scene with jackie chan and something but i feel like i'm disrespecting him because i'm sure he's a big deal in china but i just don't recognize him um fatso what (laughs) from 1980 shout select 
1980. I need to read the description for this. Dominic DiNapoli has always been a big kid who loved eating. It was his favorite thing. Then his cousin dies from health complications due to a lack of exercise and improper diet. Antoinette, Dominic's sister, makes him promise to see a diet doctor and lose some weight. This is very hard for Dominic, but he tries. He also finds motivation when he meets Lydia, and he discovers a love that is more intense than his love of food. He spends so much time kissing and walking around with Lydia that he no longer eats as many unhealthy things, and he loses weight without even trying. Dom de Louise. I'm <laughs> like, I'll watch it. <laughs> I mean, it's Dom de Louise. Can't go wrong. Fury is a movie that... Um, some of the websites that I frequent have been talking up quite a bit. Mm. Uh, this uh, this actress, Veronica, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing, but no, or Nugo, she's Vietnamese. Um, she's like a model slash dancer slash actress slash martial artist. Um, funny enough, when I had my Netflix, um, I watched that Bright movie. And oh, she, really? she had a bit role in it. Like, I don't know if she even had lines, but she was just, like, one of the henchmen in it or something. I was like, what? What's she doing here? And then she died. <laughs> um, anything else jumping out at you here, Kyle? Uh, the Poison oh. Rose, 2019. Uh, Morgan Freeman and John Travolta. Oh, that's, shit. That's bad. <laughs> that's bad. I'm in. I'm in, though. That's... Uh, two well-known actors you haven't heard a single thing about this movie and it's probably really really bad no i i'm sure it's awful but i'm in um <laughs> just beside that we have uh, royal space force um and it's also called the wings of hanimais uh that's a that's an anime like a, a film mm. that i might make you watch at some point because it's it's about uh traveling into space so it's it's kind of no frills it's like uh it's not super fanciful or anything it's like literally just about like a space program in a, in a fantasy environment and it has that kind of like space camp feel to it it's interesting okay. and it's very well animated uh megalo box uh, is a anime that it's funny because i'd actually don't watch that much uh, anime isn't is kind of something i've put behind me but every once in a while i jump back into it and megalo box is something that i very much want to see because it's a remake of ashton ojo which is a classic anime from the 60s about boxing and this one is boxing but with uh elysium-esque like power armor <laughs> mm. and it's like uh i'm in sure i like boxing i like robots why not um and then there's a bunch of other anime, and unless you see anything else, I think that might be it for the month of June. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything else. Nothing that's popping out. All right. Well, sounds like War and Peace you might blind buy. Yeah. Um, I'll probably end up picking up Captain Marvel just for completionist purposes. Uh. Megalobox, like I said, I'm actually very curious to see that. I'll probably end up picking up that as well. Uh, Us, I'll rent. I'm not going to blind buy that. No. Um, I'd actually, I mean, I don't own that many horror movies. It's not a genre that I find myself in the right mood to put on repeatedly. But I do enjoy them. Um, and then, if you can find V or VIY, uh, you think yeah. you'll get that too? 
Yeah, I'll get that. I'll never <laughs> get it. Yeah, for real. Uh, so yeah, it sounds like we're both going to be picking up at least one thing this month. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you for joining us as we caught up on Blu-ray for the month of June. Um, tune in next time. Yeah.